Welcome to Lifeline Edited, first official show, well, semi-official show, since we shut it down because of the pandemic. What was that, Bree, back in March? Back in that time? Yeah, yeah sometime Bree, some like mid that. or early March. Yeah, so it's yeah. just been the morning show, which I've been filling in on Mondays. Um, today's show is more, it's really going to be for information that uh, people need to know, that business people need to know. I would say restaurants, I would say anyone who has uh, an HVAC system deals with air conditioning. It has been proven now, and I can cite the New York Times, the CDC, NPR, Washington Post, the COVID-19 virus lives in the HVAC systems. It is there. It can be transported through the system. Think of Legionnaire's disease. Going back to 1976, uh, when they had the convention for the, <laughs> there for Legionnaires, and they figured out over a few days what was causing the sickness, it was particles left inside the HVAC system that was poisoning. So today's guest, I'm going to have uh, Tom Warda, who is in Colorado. He is an expert in this field of dealing with the HVAC systems, and he's going to be explaining to us exactly what we're looking at and the best ways to handle it. Now, we're gonna go back to what I've discussed before, uh, the product Easy Decon. Multiple uses, this has been a product that's been turned to, turned to now many, many times over the last several months due to its decontamination and disinfection, what it handles. And my set, Bill, you're still a spec, I mean, you're a co-host. <laughs> Bill Young on again today. Expert with Easy Decon will make sure that Tom, we're all fact checking each other here, but this is where we're going to go. Tom, welcome to the show. And uh, can you give us a little bit of your background, what you work with, what you work in? Of course. Um, yeah, so I think my ultimate uh, background is that I'm a professional engineer, and but more specifically within the HVAC industry. Uh, prior to being involved with um, uh, IntelliGuard and this uh, product, um, what I had done was I had ran a marketing company and worked with over 150 HVAC companies throughout the country uh, in another capacity, but I kind of learned the ins and outs of the HVAC industry from those customers and probably personally sold maybe $30, $40 million worth of air conditioning equipment for them. So I, that's my, that was my introduction into the HVAC industry. Okay, Bill, I'll turn to you. Uh, you know the product Easy Decon DF200. You're an expert in your field on this as well. Why do you think, and, and Tom can chime in behind this, why does the virus have the capability to be able to live in that type of environment. And then we'll turn to Tom on what, you know, why he feels or has been proven that the decon can handle this. What's your media thoughts? We discussed this back in the spring. I right. know that. We did. Well, what gave you the tip that this could be much bigger? Well, actually, the, the first indication of it was when um, one of the outbreaks in China was as a result of an air conditioning system, um, a a split air conditioning system within a restaurant where it was recirculating the air. <clears throat> Excuse me. And what happened there was one person at the table who had the air conditioning unit behind them uh, was talking and 
conversing with the people at the table and her droplets and aerosols were getting pushed by the air conditioning system. That was the first indication that it was airborne. And then once they determined that it has a long lifespan, even on what we'll call a hostile environment, then it was just a matter of if it lands on those surfaces and something can, can blow the fomite away, you can end up with it air, airborne. Uh, and somebody can then inhale that. And if they inhale a significant enough volume, then they're likely to catch COVID. Uh, and so it's, it's just the nature of the virus. The specific reason why this virus lives on surfaces as long as it does, I think, is a bit of a mystery. Um, but it does live for a very long time period on a variety of surfaces, uh, even clean metal surfaces. We seem to be learning more and more about how this, and I'm not even sure if one calls it disease, it's a virus. People keep saying it's a disease and it, it's a virus. Well, the disease is the outcome of exposure to the virus. I, okay, that, and that's a good thing to explain. And, and I think that's important that people understand that because I, I keep hearing different, uh, can, you know, how it's being worded. Tom, now you're out in Colorado. Uh, again, you work within the HVAC systems. When did you feel? Now, I know you, Bill, you and Bill Young here, you guys are in communication, but when did you get the feeling that this was going to be a problem and when did you decide you know i'm going to look at this product easy decom maybe there's some way to incorporate it into the disinfection um well like like uh, bill was mentioning there were reports coming out of uh, asia uh of studies that were being done the one that uh, i was most impressed was was one out of the south korean uh medical community and it was similar to the, um, the work that uh, Bill was referring to in China, where they were, you know, they went almost to an immediate shutdown, and they were uh, doing research on uh, one person walking into a restaurant and the other people's exposures probabilities in the restaurant based off of their proximity to the airflow of their air conditioning systems. So that was my first inkling on that. And then on March 14th, the EPA uh, wrote a letter uh, basically to the HVAC industry indicating that they were also very concerned about the airborne nature of the uh, viral pathogens and how they were uh, spreading throughout air conditioning systems. So that, that was kind of my confirmation on that. And then just from my experience of working with so many HVAC companies and duct cleaning companies, you know, I always think it's kind of amusing when I watch those Tom Cruise movies and he's crawling through the ventilation ducts on his hands and knees, you know, and doing his spy stuff. And that's not what the inside of an air conditioning duct looks like. It's, it's pretty gross. <laughs> There's I just had mine cleaned. Yeah. <laughs> There's pretty. Uh, there's a lot of uh, residual like construction materials in there. Uh, there's uh, sometimes there's live critters nesting up in there. There's puddles of water, um, which I'm sure Bill can talk about with that. You know, just create mold uh, circumstances for people. But just the idea of going in and decontaminating a building and making it safe and not doing the air conditioning systems always uh, uh, seemed pretty ludicrous proposition for me. Okay, let's step back for a second now. I'm, I'm trying to remember um, the South had, got re-kicked uh, back in the early mid-spring with the virus. 
And from everything I've read, what Tom's saying, Bill, what you're backing him up on this, they turn their ACs on earlier than what you do, about maybe six to eight weeks consistently because they're in the South. Yeah. Bill, do you feel that was a part of this that got the virus, you know, I mean, there's all kinds of things that, you know, play out into this. But do you think the HVAC system played a, a pretty good factor in respreading it? It may have. I don't think anybody's done any research to try and confirm or disconfirm that. But I wouldn't be surprised because the other thing that happens when you turn on an air conditioning system is you close your windows. So everybody's trapped in the same space. And, and this virus yeah. loves it when people are trapped together. Uh, as do cold viruses, as do flu viruses. I mean, that's why we have uh, very often an outbreak in the fall. The other thing is, is that the HVAC systems, both air conditioning and heating, take a lot of the moisture out of the air, which then dries out the mucous membranes, which makes you vulnerable to bacterial and viral infections. So we've got this combination of things coming together. Could that have contributed to it? Yeah, I think there were a lot of other factors that contributed to that outbreak. Uh, not the least of which was the um, unfortunate idea that masks don't work. Uh, you know, the mask is sort of like a condom. You know, we don't tell people not to use them because sometimes they fail. Uh, the mask is a partial preventative measure. It's not a perfect tool. It does its job, and in some cases it reduces the load of virus that you get, and the outcome of your disease process is often predicated upon the amount of virus that you inhale or, or experience in your system. It then overwhelms your immune system and it makes it difficult for it to fight back and you start to get all the symptoms. Understand there. Um, you listen to Life Unedited today. My guest is Bill Young. We'll just say co-host at this point. <laughs> uh, Tom Warda, who is involved in HVAC systems and the coronavirus. Tom, can you Give us the name of your company, uh, contact number, and uh, website. Would that be all right? Absolutely. Um, so the name of my company is TotalSolutionsWest.com, and I personally can be reached at 720-331-6772. And um, I'm kind of putting myself out there as a resource for information on how to build, like, protocols for buildings and air conditioning systems. And um, I'm also doing something um, I, I, I'm sure a lot of your guests are familiar. There's an outfit called Next Door. And what I was doing just locally just to help my neighborhood out at my, uh, my neighbors and friends and stuff is I have been uh, helping people decontaminate their home air conditioners as well as their hot tubs. Uh, two, probably the two biggest sources of infection in your home. So, um, you know, this has been spreading a little bit like wildfire uh, along with the virus. But I think the more people know, the better decisions they make. And that makes sense. Unfortunately, there's so much misinformation out there regarding COVID-19. So many scams that are going on right now. I mean, I've come across several myself. I know, uh, Bill, you working in the field. Tom working in the field. Tom, let me kind of start it with you. Let's go into the school systems. Now, kids want to get back to school. Parents want them back. Get the whole thing. How dangerous are we looking at when it comes to the HVAC systems? And does age matter here? Meaning how old is the system? 
Um, by system, you mean the air conditioning yeah, system? Yeah, the air conditioning system, the systems that yeah. elementary schools having. Does it matter if they're 10, 15, 20 years old? Is that going to be a contributing factor or it doesn't really matter? No, actually, it does. If you can imagine, once somebody gets an air conditioning system, they pretty much ignore it unless it doesn't work and people are sweating and complaining. So, you know, they just are up there. They don't replace them. They don't do regular maintenance on mostly schools. They don't have the funding to do that. And so what you'll find is a lot of the air conditioners are in pretty bad shape and uh, are full of the contaminants and weird stuff that we talked about a little bit ago. So uh, the school systems um, are, are kind of ideal things. I mean, like you were uh, alluding to before, we know so much more now than we did uh, in, like, January, February, March. Um, so many of the things that we kind of would talk about and, and share with uh, friends and family have proven to be inaccurate. And uh, one of those things, and, um, and, and Bill, maybe you can help me out on that. Uh, I, I saw maybe last month there was a report coming out of Australia because originally people were saying on hard surfaces this, this, this viral pathogen can't survive. And there wasn't uh, a report that just came out of Australia that said that it was like a 28-day life? Yeah, there has been several reports on that. Um, and some of them are, are peer-reviewed research that shows that it can survive on a variety of surfaces. It, different surfaces given an extended period of time. There's a lot of environmental mm -hmm. factors that play a role in that. And so it, it makes it sound like the virus is sitting there waiting to jump on you. That's not how it works. So a big part of it, too, is the person's behavior. So uh, my wife and I went out to a local restaurant um, several weeks ago, and they had a, a slip of paper on each table that said, with, this, with the product we're using to disinfect, uh, it kills all bacteria in 45 seconds. Well, there is nothing out there that kills all bacteria in 45 seconds, and COVID's not a bacteria. Mm -hmm. and, right. and so the other thing that I did, and, and I never said anything to anybody because there's no point, I watched the folks that, um, that worked in the restaurant, and they would disinfect the tables and, and all that right after guests left, and they did the traditional thing. They sprayed it on the table, they sprayed the surface, and then they immediately wiped it off. If you want a disinfectant mm -hmm. to work, there's a dwell time required. And I've never seen anybody use the dwell time. In fact, I saw this the other day when I went in to vote. They had a young woman who was, her whole job was just to disinfect voting booth locations as soon as one patron left. And she did the exact same thing. There's a reason why they put dwell time on the label to tell you that let it sit moist for five minutes, ten minutes, whatever the period of time is, because that's the period of time they know that disinfectant needs to be out on the surface moist in order to actually kill whatever's there. We think everything is instantaneous because, well, after all, we can't see the virus, we can't see the bacteria, therefore it must be gone. Um, improper disinfection can be just as bad as not doing disinfection. Now, yeah. that's interesting. If I could just go, uh, Tom, I could go just ahead. Go ahead. Back on that a little bit, John. OK, well, let me take um, a commercial break first. I got to pay some bills here and then we'll come back. You're listening to Life Unedited. My guests today are Bill Young and Tom Warda, both involved with a great product, Easy Decon DF200. We are talking about HVAC systems and COVID-19. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to Life Unedited. I'm your host, John Averly. Today, my guests are discussing COVID-19 and the HVAC system. Bill Young, expert on mold, using the product Easy Decon DF200. Tom Warda, a different kind of expert. We're talking strictly pretty much the HVAC system, COVID-19, how the virus is being passed on through these systems and what we can do. We have a third person who is now joining us, uh, Colonel Robert Holliker, who is retired. He works for a company, New Market Veterans, out of Washington. They are a go-to source for government contracts. And uh, Bob has been working with IntelliGuard regarding Easy Decon and a crossover into the military. Um, things seem to be changing a little bit now because of the HVAC system. We're looking at potential issues with uh, naval ships and, you know, how the system's low. Welcome, Bob. Hey, how you doing, John? Okay, man. So I'm going to roll back here to uh, Tom. Tom, what, what um, for maintenance now with the HVAC? Let's talk major maintenance. Let's talk schools, a high school or something. What are you going in? What are you looking for? And then how are you introducing your product, uh, Cold Plus, in, into the system? Um, well, that, that's a great question and stuff. So we've been working, uh, we've decontaminated an air conditioning system at a school in Milwaukee, at Pius the 11th. We went in and decontaminated their, uh, they have a very large field house, athletic field house there. And we went up on the roof and we decontaminated their air conditioning system at the same time. And, and what you do is basically, um, and just to clear up any confusion, uh, commercial applications are a little bit different. Uh, heating is separate from the cooling. In residential place houses, uh, it's the same device in the basement where the air filtration goes through. So we usually introduce the... Um, uh, the easy decon into the air conditioning system right where the filters are. So we'll go in, open up the panels, pull the filters, turn the system on and the fans, and then introduce it with the use of a, a vector a 150 fogger, which um, spreads it in through the, and then we let the air conditioning mechanics itself spread it throughout the system. And then you can kind of, uh, there's a, a fragrance that happens with this product that you can smell in the system. And once we can smell it in the building, then that's what we know that we've done enough and it's spread equally throughout the system. Expensive? Or is it just kind of like an add-on to actually uh, cleaning out your vent system and making sure that's running properly? So is this something that, you know, affordable for the average family? And how many times a year are we looking at? Two, three? Well, absolutely. The the frequency is, is, is a really wonderful question that everybody is wrestling with now. Um, you know, it kind of comes down to how safe you want to be and the reintroduction of potential, you know, infected people in the facility. Um, but, you know, what we're basically promoting is probably doing the air conditioning systems um, maybe, you know, once a week, you know, four times a month. Um, and what's happening with that is that um, we go with, um, um, uh, you know, we make recommendations. They have budgetary things. This is a very inexpensive proposition, and the bang on your buck on this is tremendous simply because, 
anytime someone enters your building, they are spreading the virus and the air conditioning is helping them. So we're, we're trying to get a hold on that as quickly as we can. And, um, you know, uh, what schools are typically doing and what we're finding uh, both in Canada and in the United States is the, the best protocol that we've seen so far is if there is a potential infection of a student, they isolate that student and his classroom. You know, they need to go home, be tested. But then we come in and spray and redo the air conditioning system within 24 hours, and then they can reopen the school safely with all of the other students. When it gets into the system, Tom, and it's blowing itself through, when it's coming out the vents, is there any, like, um, residue that's left behind? Because we've been discussing this for the last couple of weeks, and, and I've come to the conclusion, and I've had Bill back me and a few other people, that the residual residue that's left behind after Easy Decon has been used uh, in a misting situation or what have you, that's the proof, the barrier that is showing the, the consumer the product works. Think of the product pledge. When you see the person spray it on the table and then they wipe it up, they're wiping it up too quick. But the residual is what the protection is. The wiping it off is what's going to solidify it there and just take away. You don't want to have, you know, be oversaturated with that. Is that part of what would happen with the system, with, you know, with the HVAC or it just be kind of attacking particles? Well, yes, the, the, the residue that's left, and, and let's be very clear on this with Easy Decon, it's a non-toxic residue. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I am not aware of any other products that actually kill viruses that are not leaving toxic residues along with them. Um, with this product that's non-toxic, it's a hydrogen peroxide-based product. So what that entails is um, when we spray it, and then remember, inside of an air conditioning system, it's a pressurized system. So there's some uh, air pressure that's blowing this through the system, and that, that by the effect of that air movement, um, what we're seeing is that the product will bubble a little bit, leave some residue, get the stuff, and then it'll evaporate into, uh, once it does its job as decontaminating any bacterial or viral pathogens, it, it breaks down into uh, air and water, and then um, it evaporates within the system because of the forced air. But that residue is an indicator that it's been spread equally and uh, it's, you know, basically we're fogging it through the system so that every nook and cranny gets exposed. So there's definitely a physical thing you can look at to verify. And usually in a layman's person's type of mind, yeah, the product's working, the residual's there, we're cleaning that up, we know what we've done. Bill, let me turn to you here. You are, a lot of your expertise is in mold. You and I have known each other a long time. We have a company, Molding More, out here in Exton, mm-hmm. very successful company. Within the HVAC systems, there are mold issues, correct? Occasionally. Okay, yeah. so you have those. Is this something you are starting to incorporate into what you do with the mold as far as working within you know tight places, HVAC systems, and so forth? Well, we work with a lot of people who are referred to us by their physician and the physicians treating them for a mold-related illness or some other problem. In fact, I just had a uh, one that I did the other day where I'm going to go connect with this person on Monday, hopefully. Uh, she's a COVID long hauler. 
she had COVID back in March. Yeah, those are people that keep experiencing residual yeah. side effects. And yeah. She's, yeah, yeah, she's experiencing those residual side effects that are pretty debilitating for her. And we're we're trying to find out what in the environment is triggering some of those things, um, given what's happened to her system as a result of the introduction of COVID. And um, that's that's what we try to look for. We we do duct cleaning and disinfection or, or decontamination in conjunction with a remediation. So we're also looking at an environment where because of pressure changes in the system and, and things like that, it ends up pulling some of those uh, mold products into the system and circulating them throughout the environment. Theoretically, your filters are supposed to take care of that. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, many of our HVAC systems have inadequate filters. Uh, and they're not changed out frequently enough. Um, that's that's something that it's we do run into. It's a maintenance issue that it needs is. to be addressed. And I want to tell my audience, um, we're trying to do this the best possible way in layman's terms. You're going to hear different catchphrases, different words that uh, you might not be familiar with. What we're hoping is that the show will be listened to by experts within the field. And there can start to be that connection amongst experts in the states around right. the world and bill i want you to give your number and contact information because i know people contact you from all over the world and i want to get that out with you know what you're doing yeah our, our website is uh moldandmoredecon.com that's m-o-l-d the letter n as in nancy m-o-r-e-d-e-c-o-n.com and our number is 610-590-0380 yeah, these are complex issues, yeah. and, and we're always trying to put together some kind of a bumper sticker or a soundbite that's going to take care of it. And we need to understand that we're complex creatures in a complex environment. And when you bring all of those things together, uh, there can be some unexpected consequences to that. And, and Tom can talk to those well, I was issues gonna as well. I was going to put that to Tom next. Tom, concerning the product Cold Plus, uh, which it, you know, which comes from Easy Decon DF two hundred. I mean, they they are synonymous and they're great products here. Let me ask: Is it can the average person go and get a gallon of Easy Decon? Is that something a distributor such as yourself you have to go through? How does one find the product? Well, we've we've developed a network of of um, like territorial uh, salespeople and organizations throughout the country to get that to. But, you know, if you would contact, you know, I'm sure you could contact Bill or you could contact me and we could get that product for you. Um, so the manufacturer uh, makes this stuff, obviously. But then, you know, often what happens is I build strategic relationships with uh, cleaning companies. And that's one of the things that we're um, – that's one of the things that we um, uh, kind of pride ourselves in is, um, and Bill can, 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 can talk about this as well, is most cleaning companies are becoming these super spreaders because they're not decontaminating their equipment. Whoa. And, you know, he was talking earlier about, you know, like following the rules of the labels and stuff. This isn't, you know, we don't need a new invention to figure this, this, this virus thing out. Um, the government had done that this about 13 years ago with um, IntelliGuard and developing this easy decon um, for a variety of applications and situations. And this works. That there's no, like, shortcut to, you know, um, biology and chemistry and stuff. The, the two biggest things are concentration and dwell time. And if you don't apply it properly, 
Um, it just doesn't work. And unfortunately, most of the products that I've seen in the market don't work to begin with. Uh, they're not a high enough uh, end log kill, and, um, but, and then they're misusing it. And that's why you would like to have a professional come in, use the product properly. Um, there's no shortcuts on this. There's a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it. And um, uh, if you uh, work with the right people, they'll make sure that you're safe and they're protecting your customers and employees. Great way to segue into Colonel Holliker from New Market <laughs> Veterans because we can turn now to Bob. Again, he's a um, high officer within the company New Market Veterans. Yes, Easy Decon it was a product developed for the military uh, through Sundia National Laboratories, but it's still kind of unknown in certain circles. Bob, what exactly does New Market Veterans do? What is your role? And what have you found easier, not easier in trying to promote the product within the military? It's definitely something that's needed, in particular naval ships, if you think about it, the close proximity to people. So your answers are very valuable here. Yeah, yeah, thanks, John. Um, calling in from St. Louis, and we're having a real spike in uh, uh, Corona, and I just got a call from a dear friend in 06 that we were with last night. Uh, everybody at the party tested for Corona, so this thing is <laughs> kind of hitting home personally today. Uh, I'm a 31-year um, retired I had kind of a strange career where I was in the Navy, got out, went to the airlines. I'm a pilot, came back into the Air Force, and then the uh, Gulf Wars hit. I, I went back in and stayed in, ended up, uh, uh, was my last billet was Deputy Director of Global Operations at, at TACC. Um, went to work in Kuwait. Uh, Dave Adams, who is the CEO, and um, he had started uh, and was CEO of 4C Healthcare and Admiral. Kevin Scott uh, was, uh, uh, we were best friends at, at, a, at a, our primary squadron. And after all of our careers, we've gotten older now. We said, let's go back and, and help disabled veterans and hire disabled veterans and, and create something really special and kind of give back. And that's where um, uh, New Market Veterans uh, came up with kind of a, a, a reboot in where we are now. They've been around for 13 years and been selling uh, the mainly the Veterans Administration surgical goods and medical goods. We had gotten interested in the product uh, Easy Decon uh, sometime last year, but it was more of a mold-related type situation. And then the EPA started coming out and certifying uh, easy decon as as, in, in, uh, as a, uh, a corona fighter, and it looked like all of the specs on it were, were much higher, so our, our interest peaked quite a bit. Uh, the government's already using uh, the, the uh, easy decon in, with several agencies. And I don't know how much detail I can go into. Uh, we each can one name of it those, a little bit, a, Bob. A lot of um, those. Yeah, Secret Service. Secret Service uses it. We know yeah, that Secret Service uses um, it. FBI, CIA have yeah. past customers. Um, we're trying to sell Navy wide because it is. You had mentioned um, uh, space on ships and such. Well, this is this is a firefighter. It, it does a, a lot of, of different type um, uh, of values to the Navy. Um, so we're we're very confident that uh, when we present to them shortly that that 
we'll have a, a widespread uh, customer with the Navy and other forces. You're going to be a viable, very important uh, porthole going back to the military concerning base housing issues, mold-related issues within base housing across the country. I right. know that's something new market veterans, uh, it bothers you guys. I know it's something you're going after for obvious reasons. Uh, obviously, it shows EZDCon has multi-purposes. And I'm going to kind of move over here to, to Bill only because of the mold issue itself. I know you're familiar with the base housing issues. How do you see EZDCon attacking that issue? I mean, there's a lot of health problems going on. How do you see it being attacked by EZDCon? Well, th there's a lot to take into account. So it's not just the mold itself. Mold is a symptom of an additional problem. So there's got to be moisture there. We build our buildings out of wood and paper, so it's a giant food source. And when you add moisture because of either poor construction, poor maintenance, um, tightened facilities for whatever reason, um, you got to deal with the moisture issue. We can use Easy Decon to eradicate the existing molds that are there and to neutralize the toxins that they produce. Uh, but you've got to take care of the underlying issues. So it's not a simple solution of, oh, just use this product and all your problems will go away, which is, that's the typical American attitude, yeah, unfortunately. You know, one pill, we're done. Yeah, yeah. Just give me a pill and I'll, I'll keep going and doing the exact same thing I've been doing. Um, this is, has to be dealt with on a, a variety of levels. So you have to take a look at where's the base housing coming from. Most of it's under contract through private companies. They're not doing proper maintenance. Then if you do start to get a mold issue and you don't go in and deal with it properly to eradicate it to begin with and take care of your moisture issues and then reconstruct, then you're going to have the problem all over again. It's just a matter of time. Uh, and that's something that, that needs to be looked at systemically. And that's true of the virus. That's true of so many of these things. We want to look at one particular aspect and say, oh, here, let's just shoot this one and, and walk away. And it doesn't work that way. Well, it's a complex virus. It is. a complex situation. If we think we're going to have a simple answer, it's not going to be. Uh, Colonel, let me step back to you for a second. Um, you and Tom are friends. I want to make sure that's out there for this. I know you have gained a lot of knowledge over the last year on the product. Uh, do you find it difficult to explain what Easy Decon does, what Cold Plus does, uh, maybe to a layman person? I'm pretty sure the military gets it, but do you have that difficulty getting someone to understand exactly what you're discussing? Yeah, at times it, it is difficult, and I think there's a lot of false prophets out there that go out and sell uh, tainted water that's, that will cure corona and, and, uh, and wipe away the virus where it's just not true. Um, the combination, uh, we're addressing HVAC systems, what we saw on the HVAC system was the cool plus kind of a one-two punch where you come in kind of you fix the hvac system as far as, as running cleanly easily that big energy savings which kind of came back and paid for the application of the um easy decon um and again it's it's trying to emphasize to school districts to others that um it's not us saying that it's it's more efficient than, than most products that are, that are out there. It's the government, and it's also the, uh, the EPA 
that is is uh, stating this. Well, that's one. It, 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 it is difficult to to uh, for the layman to really understand it. And that's why I want to step back a second to give uh, the audience an idea of the history of Easy Decon, how it morphs into uh, Cold Plus. Easy Decon was developed to break down and neutralize biological and chemical weapons, weaponized anthrax, on the battlefield to protect our soldiers. The beauty of it is it's not, it's, uh, Bill, help me with that one. It's uh, inherently biodegradable. Yeah. It's non-toxic. So it is a product Really, it's kind of a miracle product in certain ways. Well, it's, re- it's less, much less corrosive than most of the other products that are out there. So one of the things that they ran into uh, in the Gulf was that the uh, super tropical bleach that they were using to take care of chemical weapons uh, or potential chemical weapons also did a lot of damage to the electronics of the equipment that they have. And, of course, our military is increasingly electronically Activated. Yeah, we know, discussed that. It's safe with helicopter pilots, instrumentation, pilots. It, yeah, it's A1 not Abrams be a tanks. Yeah. yeah, all of those things. We have a lot of electronics there, and that's that's beneficial on the battlefield. But if the the product you're using is extremely corrosive, then that's a very expensive item to replace. And during the time that that's down, those soldiers or sailors or airmen or marines or whatever uh, are without the equipment that they need, both to move the war effort forward or to protect the uh, the area where they're located. So that's an important component of it, the fact that it is inherently biodegradable, less corrosive, non-toxic, uh, except to beth- pathogens, of course. Um, those are all important factors. And the cold plus piece, efficiency in your HVAC system is critical. Uh, this summer, I ran into a number of homes where the AC system just could not take the moisture out of the air in the southeastern Pennsylvania area. It was so humid that we were getting massive levels of condensation on ductwork in insulated houses where they were running air conditioning. The, the other thing that was happening was we had super elevated CO2 levels in the house because mm. everybody's in the house. Windows are closed. Um, the efficiency of the system, and Tom can add much more detail to this, but the Coal Plus makes the system much more efficient, which means it's going to be more cost-effective to run that system. And then if you do other things within the either the residence or the office space, you can reduce the number of pathogens. Water is a wonderful thing, but water can be problematic because it promotes growth of things like Legionnaire's disease. So we're looking at office buildings that have been closed since last March that may now have Legionella growing in their hot water systems. And you have, um, as far as, again, distribution, we're talking about a military product that's being flipped technically to the commercial side. So people get to understand this. I know it's in uh, some of the major pharmaceutical distributors working its way through there. Uh, Colonel, let me go back to you for a second. Um, you guys play a big role, new market veterans, in trying to cross Easy Decon, Cold Plus over uh, kind of back in the military or areas that the military is just not aware of the product itself. Um, give us again a little bit of a role of what New Market Veterans does, what your specific role is, and maybe a little bit of what you see in the future with the product. Uh, what I see in the in the future is something that has not only uh, Corona fighting capability, but um, uh, many other uses. Uh, and again, you had mentioned the, uh, the operational readiness. Any commander, uh, commanding officer in the military, 
stays up at night worrying about operational readiness. We do inspections and audits all day long on all the units in the United States military uh, across board on operational readiness. Are you ready to go tomorrow? Uh, if Corona uh, would hit a unit, your operational readiness plummets. Um, and uh, uh, Bill had also mentioned that a, a corrosive material uh, on very delicate aircraft uh, instrumentation, uh, people, you name it, um, it, it has to be a, a huge concern that we don't degrade the equipment as well. Well, it, we had... We've dug into easy decon every way we can, and we just don't see a downside to it at this point. Uh, along with its mold and firefighting capabilities, it, it's a it's a miracle product, and uh, and we're, we're we're trying to, and we are passing it to major commands, and uh, and hopefully uh, we'll have a real breakthrough here soon. Government did something right here. I mean, really came up with something and got the right people involved. You got to sit on my end of this. I got Bill Young, an expert. I got Tom Warder out there in Colorado, an expert in his field concerning HVAC systems. Got a retired colonel giving his point of view. I'm kind of surrounded by pretty much every aspect of how the product can be used. Tom, let me turn to you here real quick. Um, Air circulation system. Let's talk about commercial airplanes. Let's talk about because, you know, I still have to fly. People still have to fly. Is this a product that should be loaded into a commercial airliner, you know, and help with air circulation? Well, you know, Bob would probably be a better person to ask that question. True. But from my preliminary air, uh, research, you know, the airplanes do a pretty good uh, job of recirculating air. And, and, and Bob, correct me if I'm wrong, isn't like the entire cabin evacuated like every like three or four minutes? Yeah, it's a circulating system uh, with an outflow valve that, that really circulates the system, but it's also a, a giant tube up in the sky, 40,000 feet, and <laughs> got, uh, those germs are easily passed throughout that tube. So, so it, there's much concern, and we're trying to address the airlines as well. They are hyper-concerned uh, about uh, anything that is brought into the aircraft, but we are getting people to listen now as um, the, uh, the mask are obviously in the distance of the social distancing uh, work, but we need something else to, to kill it, and, and hopefully uh, the airlines will start listening to this as well. You're listening to Life Unedited. I'm your host, John Averly. Our topic today is COVID-19 and what can attack it inside the HVAC systems. My one guest today is Bill Young, Moldenmore. Bill, real quick, contact information. Uh, their phone number is 610-590-0380, and the web address is moldenmoredecon.com. Tom Ward out in Colorado. He has the product Cold Plus to put into the HVAC systems. Tom, your contact information? Um, it's uh, com, and my number is 720-331-6772. Colonel Holliker, retired, working for New Market Veterans. Colonel, can you give us contact information for New Market Veterans and just a quick overview of exactly what New Market Veteran does? You're obviously service-disabled, veteran-owned small business, but just give us that quick overview. 
Honey Market Veteran Services, uh, all VA at DLA. We sell medical equipment to the VA uh, under the, uh, the guideline of a service disabled veteran-owned small business. Um, and uh, we have really gotten into PPE um, since the uh, Corona uh, virus started. So most of our time is dedicated to that. But we're trying to, uh, again, we're, we're, we're really concerned uh, about the uh, easy econ sector of it in, in prevention. And uh, my contact information is uh, robert at newmarketveteransllc.com. And my phone number is 314 314- Four nine six six eight five one Newmarket Veterans LLC dot com uh, is our website, and uh, give me a call for any uh, additional information. Uh, that's perfect. Let's let's just. Um, I want to make something clear on the product. Uh, it is EPA certified. Yes, has its code numbers. It's been around a long time. You know, it's obviously known for what it does within the circles that it's working in with COVID. Uh, I know that it's been put on the list of the EPA's products that can neutralize the COVID-19. Um, how do you guys feel about moving forward, Bill? I'll go with you on this. Hey, th- this is going to be around a while, the coronavirus. I mean, it's going to be here a while. It's obvious. How do you see this playing out as far as getting uh, easy decon out there in cold plus. Well, I think we've got a lot of work to do because um, we get out advertised by the big companies that have lots of money. So ours is much more of a word of mouth kind of thing. You get out there and yeah. and, and talk to people. Um, I think that this is is likely to be an ongoing issue, and I don't think this is the last virus of its type that we're going to see. Um, and there may be a lot of things that uh, now with uh, the Siberian tundra melting, uh, there may be some things released from that that we've not run into in several million years, you know, that they may have been frozen in there. So we don't know what the future is going to bring, um, but I think we we have a, a good handle on being able to take care of problematic things like this, provided that we get the cooperation of, of people to, uh, to do what needs to be done and do it correctly. I think it's got a tremendous advantage in the fact that it's uh, inherently biodegradable. So we're not putting something in the environment that's going to increase toxicity. Uh, there are 85,000 chemicals in our environment that 100 years ago didn't exist. And many of those wow. are hormone disruptors and various other things that uh, we wonder why there's health issues while well, you start screwing with the, the endocrine system. And it can be problematic because your whole system responds based on those signals. Uh, and we've got to really start to take a look at what we're doing to the rest of the environment as well. So it's, it's not, again, it's a systemic thing. We have to take a look at this and step back a little bit and take a look at the bigger picture so that we can do some things that will cooperatively pull the world together to solve these problems. Well, that's where it begins. And I'm going to turn to Tom Warder now. Now, Tom, you ran some studies uh, out in Milwaukee. I know you're starting to get interest uh, in contracts. I can't remember who it was right now. Was it the Salvation Army, Tom? Uh, yes. Okay, so and goodwill and goodwill. goodwill. So, are you starting to see yourself as becoming more of a consultant 
uh, teaching people how to use the product, preparing the studies, basically getting people to understand it. In particular, it looks like now distributors, people who actually work in this field, not necessarily homeowners themselves. So how are you working that, Tom? You know, that, that's a great question. And, and I, I want to also mention a little bit of good news here. So you're exactly right that this has become uh, an educational uh, proposition. Uh, prior to this, everybody was in a panic. They did whatever they could as quickly as they could, not always having the right information and having the wrong people making decisions off of the wrong information. So um, this is much more of an educational thing. Uh, we have some counterparts in Canada who are having tremendous success in the school systems. And um, one of the things that we're doing um, that my company's working on with, uh, with uh, Bob and, and Bill is we, we are working with the National Science Teachers Association. And you might ask why. And it's kind of an interesting thing is we should be educating our children how to protect themselves from the virus. This is, uh, like Bill had just said, this is going to be a, a new normal uh, in many ways. And so what the more information you have and the better you are at obtaining accurate information, you can make better decisions. And one of our success stories is in um, Colorado Springs, where a science teacher was concerned about the rashes the watering eyes and the coughing using their cleaning solution that their school provided for them went to their principal and suggested that they might look at something else. Uh, she's a molecular biologist and said, I found this product, meaning um, Easy Decon, that's non-toxic, that will work, and now their school system is adopting that. So what we're doing is we're educating the educators. You know, we're going to have a presence with this National Science Teachers Association. And I would ask any science teacher that is listening to this to give us a call and we'll data dump on them and give them as much information as we've collected. And they can teach not only their students, but their administration how to better um, control this in their environment. Colonel, let me uh, step back to you here. You're almost like a one-stop shopping when it comes to uh, how to handle the COVID-19. Uh, I know you guys are a direct connection to uh, PPEs, to masks, uh, to gloves and so forth. You guys are well-vetted, safe place to go to. You're working with the Easy Decon. You're pretty much a package deal there. Um, what's new markets marketing plan in the future? How are you guys going to go about getting the word out, you got the PPEs, but you also have the decontaminant. Well, we're, we're pretty much a solicitation and response type company to the federal government. Um, when the corona first broke out and there was a huge search for PPE, it just wasn't out there. Um, so what had happened, most of produced in China, so to get in line for queue uh, and, and, and actually order some PPE to satisfy the VA contracts that we had, we just weren't big enough. We were doing $20,000 at, uh, at an order, and Kuwait would come in with a half a billion dollar uh, order. Um, so finally, the United States government said, you know, this, this is, this is going to be around. So what they did was they, they consolidated 
their purchases through DLA, through the Veterans Administration, and started making large purchases through what's called a solicitation. They'll, they'll put it out and say, we need 5 million masks. Um, and then we come back, we find the product, and then we, we uh, make a bid into the government. Um, and that's uh, how, how we operate as far as PPE. Um, where it goes, um, you know, it's like everybody else. Uh, you know, we were hoping that it, that it would uh, diminish over the summer, but it looks as though that uh, from the numbers that we're seeing that, that it hasn't and is starting to increase again. Uh, no, it will. You, uh, finding a safe, consistent source right now to get PPEs is almost impossible. So to be able to work with former military companies, people connected back to the government, to the military, should ease the minds of people who are trying to get PPE. There's been so many scams out there. Uh, so you guys are offering a great service. want to close it up. Tom, again, your contact information, uh, what you're doing, please. Uh, so, th- again, it's totalsolutionswest.com. Uh, We're out in Colorado. And the telephone number is 720-331-6772. Colonel Holliker, please, your contact information for New Market Veterans. Yeah, Robert Holliker, H-O-L-L-O-C-H-E-R. My phone number is 314-496-6851. Robert at NewMarketVeteransLLC.com. Bill, you know it's you next, so go ahead. <laughs> it's moldmoredecon.com. M-O-L-D, the letter in is in Nancy, M-O-R-E-D-E-C-O-N.com, and the number is 610-590-0380. Gentlemen, thanks for coming on my show. Uh, I should have the show posted on different podcast sites within the next 48 hours. You guys want to give me a call, make sure you get a copy. Bree, my producer, kicking, honey. <laughs> We're going to break out of here, so use the theme song, and we'll... Just go about our Saturdays. You've been listening to Life Unedited. I'll be back next week.